Alright, welcome to Reheated, <laughs> the Leftovers podcast for the season finale of the show. Uh, starting off, I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, uh, and we'll go around to the right. Uh, Quentin J. Alexander. Robert Alessiani. Sean P. Landis. David A. Danella. Jolie Darrow. Do you have no middle name? Uh, oh, I recognize that pattern. Jolie Renee Darrow. Jolie Renee? Darrow, yeah. How I do you just spell have it? A French accent. R-E-N-E-E. With the accent over the second to last E, yes. Sexy as fuck, Jolie. I like that. What does the J stand for? Jamar. Jamar? Jamar. J-A-M-A-R? Yes. And you had a P in there? Yeah, Patrick. Sean Patrick. Very Irish. I'm Louis Stephen Alessiani. Where's the... No. What? Uh, Robert, Robert Louis Stephen Alessiani. Sounds like a joy. Yeah, I am. My, like my middle, my birth middle name is Louis, and I've given out a lot of personal information on this pocket. <laughs> my middle name is Louis, and my confirmation name is Stephen. Jesus. Yeah. Like, you want to do he, had, he played too? a part. Uh, yeah. You can't be a government like that? Yeah. Uh, well, my Hebrew name was uh, David Yitzhak. Is Moises... Yeah. But my middle name is Andre. As in 3000? Yeah. <laughs> nice. And I am Shady Wayne. Wayne, Shady. <laughs> Wayne. What is your middle name? Shady. Wayne. Is it Wayne? Yeah. Oh. Mike Wayne Marbeck. <laughs> no. Michael. Michael Wayne Marbeck. MWM. I love it. It's per. It's oh my god. Oh, that's great. Every oh. detail I find out about your life is perfect. Right. It's, it's why I don't like give a, them out so freely. It's like a beautiful <laughs> onion. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, it's just uh, this podcast is brought to you by uh, the Philly Improv Theater. Uh, go to phillyimprovtheater.com uh, to check out our full list of shows and classes. We have shows Wednesday through Sunday. Sunday nights are free. Uh, we also have classes, classes in improv, stand-up, sketch, acting, and more. Uh, if you sign up for a class by October 3rd, you save $50 off the full enrollment cost, uh, which also gets you into a pretty awesome community of people, including everyone that you're listening to right now. All right. Uh, so we'll open this up to some general thoughts uh, of the uh, of the finale of the episode, so what do you got? General <laughs> thoughts. Too dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Too dramatic. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'll you, stand by you, that. You can elaborate a little bit. I'll elaborate a little bit. They uh, they uh, the, the, the town went to boom boom. Uh, I expected less. Okay. Sean, uh, that was Sean. You're one of the. You are book the. Reader. You are the. <laughs> I'm one of the one book reader. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Who else? A lot of slow mo. Uh, Which is not uncommon for this show. No, but I feel like they they really laid it on tonight. They ran out of footage. A lot of B roll. Everything A lot of B roll in this. So, <laughs> this is so coming out of forty minutes, guys. That's my other feeling about this episode. You could have packed in a lot more. Oh yeah. Uh, and if this were the strain, they would have. Um, but there was a lot of like minutes of crying and emotion. Yo, I loved this episode. All right, I'm glad yeah. I'm not alone. I thought this was top to tails. Like the reason I watch television is for episodes like this. Like from from the jump, we're just like 
the acting in this episode was so superb by I can't think of like a weak link in the acting of this episode. I think uh I felt so much emotion watching it. Mm-hmm. Um I'll also go on the record as saying that I don't listen to other podcasts for the show. Excuse me. I've listened to a couple other podcasts for sh- the, this show. Um, it was dog shit boring, and I stopped very quickly into it. Um, we will not we might not be the most podcasts. technically advanced of the podcast, but yo, come at me if you think anybody called this show better than we did. Like, what, do they have guests from the future in the other podcasts? <laughs> like, we, we had this show's number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we um, called it to the point where I said we're going to see a boob in the first two minutes <laughs> yeah. of the episode, yeah. Yeah. and we and we saw a boob, a boob, a boob, yeah, a brother. I I agree with uh, with Rob. Um, I thought that it was a a good episode because I th- <clears throat> I thought that it it um, it created a um, kind of a drive. For a second season, mm, yeah, yes. well, I guess I don't know what the source material is, but we'll venture even further from yeah. the source material. Uh, okay. And um, it also it pushed us, it pushed back the let's solve the supernatural mystery mm-hmm. of the show and brought it back to these characters that we care about yeah. interacting. Um, and yeah, and, and then and then everything that Rob said, I also agree with. Quentin, yeah. Um, yeah, I felt like it it did it, it pushed us towards like you know what we'll, what we can look forward to in season two, um, and it also wrapped things up enough in a way that like even if we don't see these characters again, then like we can we can be left with something something nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, I agree with David and Rob. Uh, and Quentin, I, I did enjoy this episode a lot, uh, and uh, it, it was it was a bit dramatic. I, I didn't read the book, um, but it was a bit dramatic, and I'm okay with that because I was expecting more. I was expecting it to be more dramatic uh, and more heartbreaking yeah. uh, than it actually was. I thought it was a little too. I really enjoyed it, but I thought it was a little too happy. Than I was expecting we did, it yeah. to be. We did make the mega happy ending joke at the end. <laughs> yeah, like, really, let's do the mega <laughs> happy ending. <laughs> let's do the Scooby Doo ending. I think if you think back to this episode that we just watched and how gratuitous it could have been. Oh yeah. How yeah. much gratuity it set up and then did not deliver on. I mean, there were so many moments where I was like, "Oh my god, <coughs> this person's going to eat it in the worst way," mm-hmm. uh, and then they didn't. Uh, yeah. That I'm like, all right, I'm actually impressed with how, like, yes, there was a giant fire, like that that consumed a whole cul-de-sac. But uh, the greatest fire the North has ever seen. Yeah, that was actually a better fire <laughs> yeah. than the fire that that Mance Raider provided. So Mance, you need to go get some of the GR on your side. Um, but I, I really think that uh, I think that was almost understated at certain points. Like, yeah. There was more gratuity in earlier parts of the season than there were in this finale, and I think it served the finale very well. One thing I would say uh, off of Quentin again is the fact that it did kind of tie, not tie things up, but left things open. So that if this was a sort of carnival 
mm-hmm. sort of show that HBO do uh, does. Uh, does well said. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, You're speaking carny now. That <laughs> yes. Uh, that it would kind of satisfy the people if it was a one season show, uh, but also not satisfy them at the same time and craving more. Uh, because that happens with HBO, where they kind of cancel things sometimes mid-season yeah. or at the end with no yeah. reason, where, like, Carnival, that happened. Uh, Deadwood uh, happened at, at season three. John from Cincinnati. Uh, yeah. In whereas, this case, I'm guessing that uh, during shooting of season two, a couple horses will die during the leftovers, and they'll just stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's they, a really funny reference, you guys. They yeah. most definitely uh, concluded taping of this season way before um, they found out they were renewed. Uh, well, they announced this was renewed Episode a few weeks two. ago. Yeah, so definitely It was done. just a few weeks ago, at least that I've seen, yeah. Yeah, so definitely, <laughs> definitely completely done. I Joel. will say that there are a few uh, storylines that kind of got wrapped up that I would have wanted to see more of. Sure. For example... Uh, I wanted to see more of the Jill Laurie conflict with Jill being in the GR house. I don't think Jill's going anywhere near that GR house again. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if Laurie is. Yeah, um, seriously. But that that was something we had talked about. Like, ooh, what's that dynamic going to be like? And we saw it for a second, but I, wa- I just wanted to. Oh, I got some thoughts on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're, I, I don't want to. Did everybody get the, uh, the, the general thoughts out? Uh, so let's jump into the episode. Uh, we pick up right where we left off uh, in episode eight. Because yeah, uh, the last episode was all um, flashback. What was mm-hmm. that? It's a reflecting pool of blood. Yeah, right. uh, in a reflecting pool of Great blood. Great band. Uh, mm-hmm. And we see Patty dead. Um, and Looking like the Kool-Aid man. Just like <laughs> <on> the <crowd>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was such That's an where... inappropriate joke that actually happened during the, the watching. Yeah. Of this. Oh, just, yeah. I just looked down at her, she's still covered, and I was like, oh, yeah. This yeah. grotesque, sad moment. That's where spoiled by we're Rob Lesciani. Wearing all white is not and advised. Apparently, it was before Labor Day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. I don't uh, know what the rule is. They'll have to do a tide commercial. No, it'll something to do with Labor Day. Uh, we see a, a quick little bit of a, a cut. To and from uh, Jill at the GR smoking. Lori takes it, starts smoking also. Um, Tommy and Christine, we know the baby is a she, right? Is that the first time we're hearing that? Yes. yes. And okay. 17 months old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a grown man. Yeah. <laughs> and asked, uh, asked to be yeah. able to She cried because she got a period. Yeah. One of the bar of the car. Don't worry, Dad. I'll drive us the rest of the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I have here boobs in first fifteen. Because <laughs> <laughs> David, David Stone Cold Lock <laughs> of the episode came true. Yes. What's the line on that, by the way? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. How much money did we make? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was worth it. And they were talking about uh, the fact that they don't need Wayne. Uh, so they're kind of setting it up. Setting it up where Christine is like, yeah, you know, kind of, but she's also kind of not too convincing yeah. uh, at the same time. Like, yeah, we don't need Wayne. Uh, you know, he said he w- said I was the only one. I can't believe I believed him. Then we go to uh, Eldon from the Cosby Show. It's true. Yeah. Uh, asking if uh, it was Kevin. Asking if Kevin needs help. No, 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 it was no, Tommy. 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 Uh, asking if Tommy needs help. And he was just clearing out his car. What does this guy do? What does Eldon do? 
looks like a church. He's in some he's religious organization. Yeah. Yeah. And he just goes around asking if people need help? Yeah. All the time. All the time. They say they say yes all the time. Everybody says yes. Uh, and then we hear some whining, uh, some baby crying, and Tommy runs back to the uh, bathroom, to the restroom, where he finds... Moment baby- of potential gratuity number one. Yep. Yeah. Moment of potential gratuity number one. I definitely thought we were going to see wrist what? slashed uh, Annie? No. Chris- yeah. Christine. 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 Which is uh, another Garvey connection to Wayne. Uh, because Tommy finds Wayne's baby in a bathroom stall, and Gar- uh, Kevin Garvey finds Wayne himself mm-hmm. in a bathroom stall. If that means anything at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got to be something. And also, um, another Garvey connection. Um, Garvey uh, sees... Garvey finds a place where there could have potentially been somebody dead, but they just ran off. And then Garvey, older Garvey, later was meant to possibly find the body of um, Nora, but we're set up to believe that it could be a suicide, but she's just going to run off. You know? Mm -hmm. We'll get to that. So, uh, moment of gratuity pulled back, number one, from the book. Uh, the uh, the whole Christine disappears move straight from the book. Okay, love it. Nice. Love restraint. It's my yep. favorite thing. It's, uh, Keep it up. It's canon. It's mm-hmm. canon. And she departs because we don't see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They never. Um, there's mean, no mention of the the third eye hippies in the TV show, is there? Yeah, there's, there's a one brief mention. Yeah, so she runs yeah. off with the hippies in the, uh, in the when they're in the hospital. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She uh, becomes sort of enamored with them for a little bit. Is that what they're called, the third eye hippies? Yeah. Oh, she runs off way before this. No, no, no. Right about this time. Well, it could she still gets, happen. Yeah, could that could have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she can turn up with yeah. the third eye. Yeah. Hey, man. That'd be cool. Uh, we're at the we're GR, and uh, Jill wants mom to talk. Um, I need to go home. And, and Liv wants to annoy the fuck out of all of us. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh the worst oh. character. <laughs> yeah. She's definitely being set up. In yeah. next season, to be the head of the GR and a foil to what yeah. I believe to be kind of a re- like a reformed like GR and back Lori and Jill, like uh, yeah. you know, like people that leave Scientology mm-hmm. are like shunned yeah. by Scientology and then like write a tell-all. I think that's where Lori and Jill are going. She, she's the Paul Haggis. She's the uh, what's her name from uh, from King of Queens. <laughs> Laurie's going to be the Leia Fred Stiller. Um I also think that they look like they're setting up a a outright antagonism between her and Reverend Matt. Laurie and Reverend Matt? No, no, no. Liv Tyler, uh, Liv Tyler and yeah. Reverend Matt. I think that's no, a, all. Think Reverend that's Matt has shown her is compassion, though. Like, did I did Garvey, you see his face in the la- in that last shot that you see him? Because I think it may have set up. It was. Not confirmed, but certainly not denied, and had and the actions made plausible. My prediction that the GR's direct or indirect actions in this episode and before killed his wife. Killed his wife. We didn't see it, but uh, if she was in any house that was on fire, chances are nobody's saving her. Yeah, you know. One thing we also didn't see in this episode was what I thought might have happened at some point, uh, probably in this episode, was that Mary, Matt's wife, would somehow 
come back. Yeah. Yeah. Why was uh, she bugging? I don't know. But you got, like, like, like we said in every episode where we brought her up. Uh, yeah, Mary, why are you bugging? Uh, <laughs> I get this. Yeah. I get this I, reference. I understand. <laughs> but yet I still want to continue. Uh, is, like, you have that character. She's done very, very little throughout this season. Yeah. Extremely little. What would you prefer somebody who's wheelchair bound and can't lift up? <laughs> Learn to walk, Sean! Uh, I don't... Cousin's <laughs> a reverend. Can he mojo up something? Uh, I, I have to believe that, that that character will do something just based on the actress that's yeah. in the role. Hey, we saw that fucking Hobbit dude do nothing in the strain for eight episodes. <laughs> boy, yeah, boy, he did more than she's doing. That's true, that's yeah. True. yeah, he did talk and walk. Yeah. She had one <laughs> episode, which was. Uh, uh, are you taking apologies to uh, uh, yeah. paraplegics? paraplegics. Ooh, why do I have to apologize? Oh yeah, no, I don't have to. It's no, you, you're just. I'm apologizing to the rest minutes. of you. Just um, taking minutes. Our secretary. What was I Um. <laughs> Is Apologies, she? Run DMC, Paraplegic. <laughs> That's his list right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so throughout this scene, Sorry for the <laughs> throughout this scene, they are uh, Megan, uh, Liv Tyler is yeah. keeps flashing his card. Like, do we go? Do we go? First, she's told point. not tonight. Well, <laughs> well, maybe she keeps blocking that yeah. that side. <laughs> In uh, every car. She hasn't learned the logistics of pulling yeah, out a car. Top and bottom. Top and bottom, Liv. Uh, it bends out. Why was everything capitalized? It's like the first letter of each word was capitalized. Uh, so, do we so go... Do we... everyone's parents emailing for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we go... Not. I think she says at first, like, not tonight, it's not safe. And then finally she just says, yes, go. Wait, I thought Laurie was saying that to her daughter. Why tonight? It's not safe tonight specifically to join. Yeah. Yeah. Laurie, I didn't think ever was thinking we're not doing it tonight. Yeah. It's still on, I thought. It was to the daughter. She was yeah. talking to Jill. Okay. Go, home, saying, go okay. home tonight. Go be with your cop dad tonight. Because okay. it is about to get very real for the GR. Yeah. Okay. She was correct. I. Okay. 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 Uh, so then we have a montage to the kind of, even though on the podcast, uh, uh, I, I had kind of said it pretty early, uh, but everybody was on board with this as well, uh, that this would be the plan. Uh, my my thought as it was was that they were going to put these loved ones in the homes but th- what it turns out that they kind of did was that just they just kind of placed them maybe throughout where they de- departed yeah yep. uh, or is that what it was their yeah. location of departure where, where their location they were of departure at the time I like this montage a lot I would have liked to have seen a little more of it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it would have like, been fun to hang out in that world yeah. it's like what it, would, it would have been very good to show scale like how mm-hmm. big of a scale with the hall of notes uh, yeah. You make my dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> there was no music, right? This yeah. was this yeah, was yeah, it was beautifully still. And then there was a music came in with Nora. Nora, yeah. um, music came in too much for Nora. But yeah, and, the, and this show has had a really good track record of bringing people in, like bit actors in, to just nail little emotional things. 
So let's see if like again, yeah, this could have been this could have been pulled this could have been pulled out because I would have loved to have just seen just a couple people's Rob's surprised that nobody laughed though. Like the uh, Wait, what? I like that nobody like every like everybody was like shocked that like, nobody like I can't, yeah, I guess actually losing somebody must is tough. I yeah, I, I take it back. David finds. You mean like someone coming in, finding the thing, seeing a, and then seeing laughing? a dummy up there, like like you looking know. around for the camera, like or or like <laughs> I, it's just such a shocking thing. I no. don't know if everybody's reaction would necessarily be just yeah. like distraught. Oh, I would distraught. give like a, oh come on, like I would yeah. assume the guilty remnant immediately. Yeah, I, I think there probably oh, yeah. would have been. You gotta be shitty, but you're trying to get me to react this right. way. Yeah, um, I would have. My first reaction to that would be first. Like, am I dreaming? Second, am I on drugs? And third, am I crazy? And then finally realizing, nope, that's just a doll. That's a that's like a solid ten minutes worth of different <laughs> stages of <laughs> yeah going through that. That reaction was um, probably the most affected I was this entire. Show. Oh, Nora's yeah. reaction just, in slow mo. Oh yeah, and amazing. The, yeah. And I don't know if She's everybody else is dealing with this. Actor. Oh, amazing! Oh yeah, I don't know if everybody else is dealing with this on state of the art Dolby Digital mm. seven point one yeah. that we got working here. Friend of the but, podcast, but the uh, the the just slight, very high frequency that that made you feel like there's a ringing in my ear. Yeah, was like. I was like, man, I'm in this scene with her right now. And it was super immersive television for me in that yeah. scene. And it was like, I mean, it was like watching the Wayne hug get ripped from her body. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on the crisp, sharp Aquos TV that we were Okay, so yes. <laughs> we just want everybody we're, to know that we're, jumping we're, we're in the SRM mansion <laughs> and yeah. we're living nicely. Can I have another coconut? Thank you. Uh, Wait, are we on a stranded island? You no. climb up there. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're jumping ahead. You're, you're talking about Nora, Nora, Nermal, Nermal, Dobby. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Kevin called Matt uh, after uh, Patty killed herself, which I don't think we saw. Right? No, that yeah. was off. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. We didn't see the phone call. No, we, we saw a we saw phone, phone call. call. Yeah, uh, we but we the didn't phone see the call that we saw. I thought went to Nora. Yeah, he did. He did call Nora. Maybe he called Matt second later. Yeah, we can I, assume. We, I, I didn't see him right. make a call this episode. He did this episode in, now. in the cold open. He totally did. He sat there for a while with the uh, when we were, you were all like stunned by Rob's. Uh, uh, oh yeah, comment. Oh, oh guys, it <laughs> slayed the room. <laughs> Sometimes my head is down as I'm taking. Yeah, notes. if you, if yeah, if, yeah, he, uh, he he was making a phone call. The reason we don't laugh at Rob's jokes on the podcast is because we laughed so hard at them when he makes them twenty minutes before the. Podcast. Yeah, that's why. I have a strict no bits policy. During so the strict that it happens the show. literally all the time. Yeah. all the time. <laughs> the uh, first time I've watched with all you guys, the uh, silence policy was not in effect at all. No, uh, it used to be much worse. I don't um, and they made a big deal about uh, closing her eyes. Uh, uh, or Matt made a big deal about closing her eyes. Uh, I always love that because <laughs> it's, it's not... in the movies. Yeah, because it's such a movie trope <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't yeah. work. And so I just would love Matt to have just been like, 
I'm just gonna close her eyes and then does a gentle wave and he's like that didn't work and then he's like, <laughs> just like that's was a good it, sketch yeah was it you I was talking oh, about wait, where it's like trick candles on a birthday cake <laughs> yeah uh, where you, you do it and it's like <laughs> surprise I'm just I'm just gonna take my gum and just kind of press it I just wanted to say like I'm gonna close her eyes real quick and then you just like takes like a black sharpie and just like draws on her sleep with Jesus now um uh, if you no, touch her our joke riff. if you Sorry. touch her we're in this together uh, yeah I do like that the, when when they were talking about it it was clear that they were talking about something else so that was a nice way to bridge into yeah you know, yeah I wanted him, I wanted him to just be like all right and then just like kind of like just Shuffle her boob. Instead of like close that, you touch her. We're in this together. He's like, all right. Just a quick tweak. And then he just looks at and Garby's excited. I'm like, come on, my wife's in a coma. He's like, well, she's dead. So you're calling. Well, we're both bad people then. Uh, totally not impressed with that last exchange. Uh, they read another. He reads another passage from the Bible, which uh, I think Sean, you said it was Job. Job chapter twenty-three, twenty-three verses eight. eight to the end. Eight to the end. Eight to the end. Eight to the end. Oh, mm-hmm. were you going to say something? Mm, no. All right. Uh, I am is... the the podcast Bible scholar, but I'll yes. let you. Plebeians continue. Someone mentioned earlier correctly the acting <laughs> in the episode. I thought this was a particularly good moment of that with uh, uh, Kevin Garvey uh, just reading that passage and slowly kind of breaking down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was really good. Any other? Uh, I zoned out during that. That's uh, great. During I, Matt reading, yeah, it, I felt like I was back in like Hebrew school. It was like listening uh, boring, and just like took me right back there. Fucking Snoresville, Gramps. We want action. We want people burning houses down. Yeah, where's that guitar riff from the first episode? Torah, more like Snora. More like Bora. More like Nora. And we're back. Speaking of Nora. Oh no! Can we not say anything about Joe? Uh, the the actual yeah, oh, please yes. let's Job. talk about that yeah this is um, like we're, we're familiar with the story of Job Job loses everything because yeah. like um, God's like hey I, I bet he'd still follow me like because mm-hmm. Satan like that, uh, <laughs> it's like, a fucked up story yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a really fucked up and this story. this passage is like really unusual for um, any um, uh, priest to choose because it's just like Job at his worst moment being mm-hmm. like ah God's forsaken me and this is really crappy and I don't know and life's uncertain um, so it is one of those like crisis mm-hmm. of faith moments uh, uh, and it's you know nicely fitting because he's surrounded by uh, the, the dead woman who didn't believe and Justin Thoreau's character who didn't believe um, so that's it I have to say that if you were inclined to if you were inclined to, you could make this show, like, have a very positive view of Christianity. I think it actually, I think it just does. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't think you actually, I mean, I don't know if it gets to just be Christianity, though, because so far there's actually been very little Christianity. There's been stuff taken from the, uh, the Torah, and there's been stuff taken from the Koran, but there hasn't actually been a lot of, like, Jesus stuff. Sure, but, but the so Christian... Would, a little the, bit of Jesus stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, a little bit slightly. of Yeezy. Well, yeah, well the Yeezy, 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 it is approaching. It's Yeezy it is approaching. So fuck whatever y'all been wearing. But no, well, but I, but I would say that what it is, what it is, is it's a, it's a, it's a show that respects religion. Yeah. It doesn't just play it off as as this silly trap. thing that people. You mean like every TV show? Yeah, yeah. Um, it uh, well, but I but I will say that, like the Reverend Matt character comes off as kind of a stone cold badass in a lot of parts oh, yeah. of this show, and he always seems to like come out on top. Speaking of which, he was extremely prepared for this. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I brought yeah. a change of clothes. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. I brought I a ton someone. of water yeah. Yeah. no soap for you to clean yeah. off your Let's Talk wounds. about that change of clothes. I, I know. I'm really, I'm really sorry. You're you're not going to like the clothes I bought you. Uh, <laughs> it's a perfect, perfect it's a perfectly image. fitting of both your image and physique thermal. It's even great for the climate out here. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to cling to your supple body. A, yeah. yeah, it's a uh, it's nice. a Ralph Lauren floor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice crew thermal. Down. thermal. And just a pair of Calvin Klein straight leg jeans. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be your stylist here. But I, if you just roll up those sleeves a quarter length up your forearm, I think it's going to look wicked hot. And any, I, I know you. You probably. Uh, yeah, you probably right now would prefer to be wearing, uh, you know, a polo or something yeah, like I that. I, I didn't want to guess, but um, I'm going to say thirty inch waist. These are these are raw denim. Yeah. Uh, so don't wash them when you get home. Don't wash just them. Just sit in a tub with them for a as, while. As a matter of fact, try this yeah. on. Is that what you do to wash raw denim? You just sit yeah. in a tub. You sit in a tub for a few hours. No, no, you don't, no, 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 no. That's no, to get no, them to form your body. You, you, uh, when you, if you, when you first buy them and you're a psycho, what <laughs> you can do is you can get in the tub with them, and they will um, shrink to your body, mm-hmm. and then you wear them and you break them in that way. Right. You're not supposed to wash raw denim for the first yeah. year that you own it. So they, I gotta wait a year because, like, I have not washed right. these. Yeah, and, and so after really after a year, hurting. you can put them in a bathtub, a cold bathtub, for like an hour. Pull them out, air dry them, and that's it. Yeah, no soap, no nothing. Oh, a little bit of uh, color safe. You've been listening to Garment Talk here <laughs> on the SR. People want to know. Uh, it's actually true. Uh, I saw a interview. An interview with uh, the found- carny talk again. The, what's that? More carny talk. More more carny talk. More garment talk. Yeah. Uh, where you're not supposed. It was the guy, the CEO of Levi's, uh, of Levi's uh, talking about that, saying he hasn't washed his jeans in uh, at least a year. Uh, so uh, so you there at home. And the other thing is, you there at home ball. is that if your jeans are starting to smell, but you don't want to uh, risk the color of them, stick them in the freezer for 24 hours. The yep. cold kills all the bacteria, and you whip them out, and they're uh, and they're smelling fresh again. This is not a joke. Rob just left to go do that. Yeah. We go to a what turns out to be a dream sequence, uh, with Kevin showing up in the car with uh, Matt uh, at a uh, mental institution. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's pulled out of the car. Matt says, "I have no. Cho- I had no choice." Uh, he is in there pretty quickly, opens up a book, uh, it says, if you stop talking to yourself, the way you watch it's a the, movie, the it's, National, it's Geographic. National Geographic. Right, that oh, yeah, yeah. Kept it's within out. the National Geographic, yes. So, this whole sequence, like, pretty quickly into it, I was like, yeah, this is a I think everybody, but I think everybody got on board with that mm-hmm. pretty yeah. too. Yeah. But then the show has this habit of, we're not going to break that tension 
where a normal TV show would, after like just a quick thing, it's like, oh man, we're really going to let you sit in this for a little bit. Um, even at the point where Patty came in, Ghost yeah. Patty, Ghost Patty, you're like, well, shit, is this his good, power? Good, 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 Does he Ghost like, Patty. you know, has his dad <laughs> just been talking to the dead this whole time or the departed this whole time? But then, like, when Patty started loving up on him, I was like, yeah. all right, here we go. So, yeah. so the first thing I thought of when this happened was when he gets pulled out of the car right by those two doctors. They're wearing all white. So mm-hmm. my first they were thought orderlies. was... What? They were orderlies. Yeah. Like, right, no, right. I mean, I figured that out yeah. immediate, like, immediately after, but my f- very first thought was, is he a double agent? Is Reverend Matt a double agent? I, oh, you thought they were GR? I yeah. actually had that thought also. Yeah. For like a split <laughs> second, and then I realized. Yeah. We were like, well, what would Matt have to gain? I thought about that, too. I was yeah. like, well, what would Matt have to gain from, like, appeasing the GR? Yeah. Maybe getting his church back. I, I mean, obviously it's not relevant, oh, but that was yeah. my first And then thought. this is great fan fiction to write. Yeah. I'm on it. Slash fiction. And then my second thought was, was uh, <laughs> well, like, Reverend Patty Matt, that's, that's pretty fucked up. You help him bury this body, and then you just turn him over. <laughs> yeah. 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 So prepared. Yeah. Uh, which brings us to a moment where I need you, Rob. Okay. Uh, because on the television in the hospital, they were watching another episode of Perfect Strangers. Yes. Uh, the looks perfect. perfect. I remember reading this on. Uh, you were like, oh, man, this show really loves the Perfect Strangers, and I was like, well, in this reality, um, you know, in this in this leftovers universe. Everyone on the show of Perfect Strangers was departed. All main cast? All main cast of the show. Is that, that's not from the book, I'm assuming. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> there's no mention of yeah. pop culture. Um, yeah. No Larry Appleton? Yeah. In, uh, every no Larry? single member of the main cast mm-hmm. of this show uh, was departed. And it was like the like this weird thing. This is amazing. So I'm reading, uh, I'm reading a little blurb about this. Um... And one of the writers on the show just was like, wouldn't this, would it be really funny if the cast of Perfect Strangers, the entire cast, departed? And they all laughed, and they're like, yeah, that would be funny. So they did that. Later on, they were casting for a, 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 for a part in the show, and one, an ex-cast member of... Cousin Larry himself, Mark Cousin, Lynn Baker. My, Mark Lynn Baker did a reading that was good. Oh, man. And they said, we can't cast him because everybody... From Perfect Strangers has been departed what? in this universe. So <laughs> they <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is this is a straight quote from Lindelof. So That's why I didn't become an actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. I don't um, know what's happening. So so what he's saying is Marklin Baker, Cousin Larry, Cousin Larry comes in, nails an audition. Nails it. Does not get a part because the producer's like, well, we got this really shitty throwaway joke that we really need to stick to. So. <laughs> Sorry, Cousin Larry. Back to the bread line. He could have um, been Nora. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be Holy Wayne. Wait, Mark, Cousin Larry actually auditioned for yeah. this show? Yes. Why is are you why is not having trouble? This is a quote from Damon Lindelof. What? Oh, we can't oh, okay. cast him because Mark Lynn Baker, as himself, is no longer there. It was no. It was just like a go- like. Imagine it's if we cool. were writing a show, like <laughs> writing a uh, like writing a show about people disappearing, and we were just like, you know what? You know what would be really funny is if uh, oh, so, oh, so they're just saying that in that reality, 
Mark Lynn Baker was actually the part. Yeah, it was actually yeah. the part, and so yeah. we can't cast him as an actor in the show. That's where... just a dick move. Yeah, it is a dick move, but it's hilarious. No, it's no. not hilarious. He needs the work. Yeah. He's starving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're still in the dream sequence. Uh, Dad says that uh, Kevin Garvey Sr. says that he is a bad man, being himself, uh, that uh, Kevin Jr. is a uh, good man. Um, we got Patty who shows up, Ghost Patty, um, Ghost Horny Patty. The the Garveys are seeing the same thing. Yeah, Horny Patty. Seeing the same thing, and then it's uh, it's a dream where she's saying like, "Wake the fuck up, wake the fuck up." Yep. Um, then we're back at Matt and <laughs> Kevin. Just they did wake up. Mm-hmm. Uh. I feel so bad for Kevin through this entire episode. I gotta say, he's just, he's seeing some shit. Yeah. Like, he's seeing at every stage of this episode, something new just comes along. Which, I guess, could be sort of uh, the parallel between that and the, him and the Job story. Just everything keeps coming mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. him. Yeah. I, um, I, when he wakes up, I just felt like they had like a. I don't know, it, was, it felt very Pulp Fictiony to me. The scene with them in the diner, like eating a burger. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know, that's all. <laughs> that is a tasty burger. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna postulate something, which is that perhaps we were because this episode was so emotionally affecting, and like I, I like I was in a place. Maybe we're all, like, just feeling, like, kind of, like, the reverberations of that, and mm-hmm. we can't take it seriously because we took it so seriously when it happened. Catharsis? Yeah. Yeah. Denouement? Um, it's also midnight. Yes. Yeah. That checks out. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's just talk about it all. This is already... We've, we've already... Like, we're already so off the rails. Why don't we just, like, start talking? Uh, if we don't edit anything, we are. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. All right. So we're, we're at the end of the... So... At the end of the dream Ghost sequence... Ghost Patty makes out with yeah. Garvey. Garvey wakes up. Ugh, burgers! He's, well, he says... Before, Where? Before <laughs> they're having the talk. Before the 14th happened, I wanted to be free. But then it did happen. Then I went home, and I saw my wife, I saw my daughter, and I wanted nothing more than, and I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. to, to be there, to be with them. Um, yeah, I still had this strange on me. <laughs> yeah. This made me, this made me think about, um, did, did Lori ever tell Kevin what happened to her? It doesn't, doesn't appear. appear so. Yeah. Because, that, like, yeah, I, I know he was, like, Talking about like you know, they his kids were happy to see him and everything like that. But that just you know and and Lori was already back at the house when they got home, and that just made me wonder like, did she ever tell him what happened to her? I imagine <laughs> that stress is probably one of the reasons she left yeah. and decided she's not going to tell him. She's not going <clears> to <throat> talk at all. Yeah. Yeah, if you got a pretty big secret, uh, go into a place that uh, requires you as part of your uh, devotion to stay silent. Yeah. Um, kind of appealing. Kind of appealing. Um, 
But I... I imagine that she did. Maybe right after he told her that when this went down, I was, uh... I was in flagrante with... (laughs) With some strange just hit a deer. Yeah. But did he ever tell her? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's like, oh, honey, da 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 And she's like, oh, yeah, well, guess what? I had a baby, and it just blinked out of existence. (laughs) Your baby done disappeared. Done R-U-N-N-O-F-T. That's baby face now. That's baby face now. She did. But, yeah, like... They kind of go, like, they become a couple of ride-or-die dudes right here, like, with themselves in this little diner. They hold hands. This mm-hmm. is their Thelma and Louise moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they're holding hands in a diner, mm-hmm. bearing their souls over one burger. I mean, I guess Garvey's not hungry. No, I think they just, I think they gay lady in the tramp style that... A burger? <laughs> yeah. They just started... It was like, no, no, here's like one on each side. Yeah, here's what I imagine. They get through that... the pickle. They get through that real... They get through that real emotional exchange between the two of them. It's like, oh, thank you, Rubber Matt. I, uh... God, I should have ordered, uh... should have ordered some mod sticks or something here. I, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, was, it, was it Ken? Ken, can you come back here? Ken, Ken how long would it take how for us to get, uh... Get some fries? Just drop, like, a half order in for me, would you? Anyway, um... I, uh, I'm sorry. You know what, Ken? Actually, if you could just do some uh, like a toasted sandwich, that could, couldn't take more than five minutes, right? There's no salamander. Salamander, just throw it on the salamander. Yeah. Uh, I went banging a woman, and she disappeared while my uh, 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 Ken, if you could just you know freshen up these coffee while we're waiting. Yeah, please. Thank you. I don't. Uh, do you? And do you have soy milk? <laughs> I found that scene very affecting. Oh yes, oh, I know. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah. But again, I'm so affected that I now have to. I go swung around through. the other side of the of the. Uh, I'm in Sillyville. Yeah. Uh, we go to the bathroom where oh, Wayne is in there. Uh, opens up the door. We see some like kind of blood uh, under the door. Uh, Garvey opens it up. Uh, we see Wayne in there. Wayne Shady. Uh, and uh, what appears to be maybe or maybe not his intestines hanging yeah, out. He, he yeah, he got gut shot by something. So what the hell happened? I don't know if he went samurai, or you know, and yeah, Harry Carey, or <laughs> or what. But he was falling out of his stomach. He either looked like um, he got shot, or he. Did he look like he got shot? I think maybe he's having his own crisis. Yeah. His own crisis of thinking, not physically. Uh, his own crisis of like uh, spirituality. Oh, he definitely said like uh, I feel like I'm a phony. Right, I need exactly. A grant. Uh, so uh, maybe ending that um, kind of helps him figure figure something out. So you're saying that was of his? Just watch yeah, me have I, a revelation. I, I would like I would like to know book spoilers up to what we've seen. Yeah. Um, so wait, do you have something? Uh, maybe I'm late to this train, but he got his wish right at the end. Oh yeah. there? am I late? Who am knows? We friend? don't know what that no, wish was. Uh, family back together. We well, that's certainly a possibility. Some of them. We don't know what his wish was. Wait. They all, all we know is that Jill is back. Laurie went we a, went a walking. She was with Tommy though, Laurie and that I could make the assumption that. You know, Tommy left the baby there, assuming he was coming back. That's a big assumption. Yeah, that's a huge leap. I think Tommy might be R U N N O F T. Why would Tommy leave that baby there? 
because yeah. he knew that his dad would take care of him. Yeah, yeah he right. No, I'm not saying he was going to leave and dash, if the baby. What right? I'm saying yeah, is, yeah, yeah. if the baby was uh, the baby, the family was all together. Why would Tommy just leave that baby there? Uh, yeah. But I'm assuming that that's going like, to somehow leave him back there again. Uh, yeah, but he was It certainly wasn't like, oh God, I got to go pick up some eggs. <laughs> oh, where do I leave this newborn baby? <laughs> I'm just going to leave him on the porch. You know, I'll be right back in 15 yeah. minutes. What's the worst that happens? A deer attacks the house yeah. or something like that? I would like book spoilers just to know what how Wayne got there injured. Unless you think this is going to be a big reveal. Wayne, uh, from what I remember, it's at least not an important part of the book. Wayne is not injured at any point or dies. If he does die, it's not interesting. Wayne publicly denounces his talents and says, I'm a fraud publicly to everybody. And gives up his church, and the church abandons and falls apart. Wow! Which this is after siring several children. Mm. Okay. So he was bullshit the whole time in the book. In the book, he just announces. He announces it as the, uh, like a, you know, a revelation of his own. But, but in this TV you know. show, he truly believes. That he is. Well, he's teetering in the, in yeah. the two episodes the end, ago. Yeah. Right? But yeah. it seemed. Well, are he's you? He's unsure as he's dying. Are you telling us that he, from the get go, didn't believe? So him? it's never told from Wayne's point of view. Okay. So we only hear it from Tommy's point of view, like the like the news reports that that are everywhere that he hears. Okay. That and they kind of write him off publicly as a fraud. A little bit at the end, where they the one guy says, uh, "Yeah, it's just another piece of shit who thought he was God." But these are the guys that are have been going in and just yeah. Yeah, these, these guys are the, are the jackbooted stormtroopers that are right. coming in and cult busting. I say run him off a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, is he, he's definitely dead, right? Yes. In the, in the yeah. show? Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. he's done. Yeah, um, okay. Which also ties into what we were talking about with Nora. Uh, we brought it up in our last, in the last podcast, uh, that if she comes down and sees her family there and snaps... What does that say about uh, Wayne's hug? It just means that he's exactly that, that he's a fraud, and it was all like a mental kind of kind of thing, uh, which is, at least through this episode, kind of what that... Yeah. Exactly as it played out. That choice. He was the equivalent of a fortune teller. Well, mm-hmm. I, and I'm, I'm, not, um, I'm not advocating for Wayne's power, but is... The is Nora's snapping and her snap reaction the indication that it was all nothing, or is or I mean, you know, she finishes in a different place than where that reaction took her. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. She was not the person. I don't. I think she she had a moment of absolute nervous breakdown. Yeah. Um, then she sat and wrote a very well thought out, cohesive, and sane goodbye letter. Goodbye letter. And then she went to go leave it on the porch, and then everything changed. Yeah. At least. Because there's a baby. Because yeah. there's a baby. Um, so we had a character that was in a rut for the three years after the departure, mm-hmm. then had this hug. And then has gone to a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. So, whether the hug was real or not, yeah, something happened because yeah. she now winds up in different places emotionally. But she, so so 
by the end of this episode, she's thinking, okay, the the answer to my problems is now I just need to get away. I just need to find a new scene, change of pace. Yeah. Uh, you're singing but, uh, like, leftovers Hawaiian. Night. I gotta go downtown. <laughs> but oh, but gotta so, go so she starts. So so now she thinks yeah, that's yeah. the solution until she's presented with this whole new solution, which is, wait a second, I just need to completely start over with a new family. I think that's a stretch. I love everything about this character. I think it's such oh, a yeah. realistic depiction of of what's going to go, uh, and it's it's not over the top. It's uh, it's grappling with this in hard ways, but ultimately just pushing forward and trying to figure out uh, what your your long term solution is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, uh, a half black, half Asian baby is Blasian. hitting Blasian. the genetic lottery. lottery. Yeah, you got a you got a you got a supermodel. Yeah, like you just gave birth to a supermodel. Yeah, like a well, it's a girl. I was gonna say like a what's a guy's name? Uh... Mark oh, Tyson Beckford. Tyson Beckford, yeah. <laughs> isn't he like, no, uh, uh, isn't he like yeah. that? Uh, Naomi Campbell's half half Tiger Woods. Kevin uh, and Matt show up, and there is uh, GR being chased by guns. Really quickly, we go from... Civilians with a gun. Uh, yeah. Chased by civilians was, with guns, yes. Was it that lady with the, the baby? It was baby lady. Yeah, yeah. baby lady. Oh, baby she's lady. bookending the uh, first episode, first season. <laughs> yeah. I love what she was like. Yeah, shut the fuck up. I'm still going to go shoot these GR. Like, yeah. like, I'm yeah, still going to shoot Ken. <laughs> obviously know that that's the police chief, right? Yeah. If you live in Mapleton, yeah. you're not like... Yeah. It's like, uh, we declared martial law. Yeah, just but for us. Arrogant white woman. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right? Like, these people hurt my feelings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin, they put a big doll in my house so I can shoot them in the head now. Get out of here. You're it, rude. Excuse me. We pay your salary with tax money. Well, like, there's there's a black guy that's like, oh, cool, gum. Yeah. Freeze, like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Sprinkle some weed on him. Uh, Kevin finds Megan uh, tired, uh, tied up, and beat. <laughs> uh, and is like, what did you... What, what have you done? Yeah. Uh, grabs her notepad, makes her write, and she says, we made them remember, which they did. Yeah. Uh, and we see people dragging their loved ones, uh, the dolls, uh, into a uh, fire. Um, it's a pep rally. And the mayor, we see the mayor, uh, what's her face, uh, and she says, you were right. She says, you were right to, to Kevin. What exactly was she referring to? About the guilty remnant. Earlier, she's like, "We're not. We. She's. They're not a thing. They're fine." And they were like, "No." He was like, uh, "No. Mm-hmm. We have to stop this. Right. We can't let them do this sort of stuff. Right. Yeah. We shouldn't have a parade." That was basically her moment. Like, it was always you, Kevin. Yeah. It was yeah. always you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got you the love me at stubble. Mm-hmm. The loved one pile. Lori runs out of the loved one house. Uh, and she's talking, and she's saying Jill, uh, as in Jill is still inside. Uh, Kevin runs in. Hold on, she's not talking. She's just making noises. Mm-hmm. The only word she ever says is Jill. Jill. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jill. I still feel that that's... Well, no, it is no, a little said, weird. Yeah. It is a... That's a relevant difference, I thought. It's one word, and sure. it's the name of her daughter. Okay. So. Uh, she's, she said, yeah. And it's, yeah. A, and it's a little I can't weird, because... That. If she was at, like, why can't she just, in, in that moment, if she's willing to say Jill, why can't, in that moment, she just say, like, Jill is inside the house, go save her. I think she's dealing with a lot of 
I don't think she's capable of like. She doesn't seem like she's mentally capable of like normal just. Speech. I think that's also a guilty remnant aside. I think someone maybe in that position might also struggle with getting uh, you know coherent words out. Mm-hmm. I think that might also be someone yeah. like Ugh. like when Homer finds out there's a free trampoline. <laughs> trampoline, trampoline. Uh, so he goes in, he gets Jill, he finds her, he, he checks, like, Jill? Nope. Jill? Nope. Jill? Nope. Jill? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to hop like, all like, of them. She's like, alright, I'm just gonna mark you that you're not Jill <laughs> by shooting you in the leg. A lot of thin brunettes in the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the guilty remnants. Jill? No, oh, Amy. Amy. Hello. Hello. Oh, and I'm gonna save you oh, she didn't come back this episode at all. No. That's surprising. Uh, so he does find the real Jill. Uh, brings her outside, um, and if I'm leaving things out, just kind of chime in, uh, but Lori is at a lake, Tommy shows up, uh, with, not with the baby. I'm sorry, she's not at a lake, she's at the river, she's at the Hudson River. There, she's back at the Tappan Zee yeah. Bridge. Yeah. Okay, at the yeah. bridge. Alright, uh, sorry, I got the body of water wrong. I'm not positive about this, but I think I called that, Tommy coming back to... His mom. We're gonna have to check the tapes. We'll, we'll, yeah. check, we'll, check, we'll, the we'll check. But I, I do think I, I called that. All right, let's just pause real quick. Okay, we checked. Uh, nope, Jolie's wrong. Uh, she also pooped herself while we were at a break. <laughs> I and didn't. She ran off screaming. I correctly <laughs> predicted earlier that I wouldn't check. All right, so I didn't check with them. All right, so we're gonna check and see if Sean correctly predicted that Jolie would poop herself when we checked. Okay, we're back. Sean has now left. He threw up. <laughs> Pulled his hair out and uh, and asked just me, Dave, Quentin, and Mike. I and predict that Mike is going to cut all of this. This is getting cut. Noises uh, off, starring <laughs> Bronson Pinochet, Zachary Taylor Thomas, Summer's Eve. <laughs> the Douche. one, the one thing, the one thing I bring up, you gotta fuck with. He's so mad at us for that part. I am, I am. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm very annoyed. He's, he's, uh, he's annoyed. I allow enough. everybody to get their shit out, but the one time. I bring something up. You gotta fuck it, with it. But it makes me it makes me mad that you're mad because we only do it because we like you so. Like, yeah. we wouldn't do and this it was if boring. we didn't. Like. Uh, we wouldn't <laughs> let you finish to get the point out, uh, and then completely fuck it up. Uh, Casey, uh, Casey. I'm Casey, Casey. <laughs> uh, so uh, Lori is at the was it the Hudson River? Yeah. Uh, Tommy shows up. Babyless, uh, and then the we, we see that the Garbies are kind of finding each other, um, and, and that dog is back. Yeah, the dog comes yeah. back. It's almost uh, like an unnecessary symbol of what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> we will have it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking animals on TV shows. Oh. Uh, it, uh, it, it would have only been even more heavy-handed if it could talk now. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad to be back with you. <laughs> Everything's okay. Master, that deer you killed earlier was a simple too. Yeah. I have to go back to space where I live. <laughs> oh, wow. There were, there were dogs and babies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, double whammy. Uh, Nora... 
goes to drop off her note because throughout this she's writing her note hmm. to Kevin. Kevin. Dearest Kevin. Oh uh, yeah. My dearest Kevin. This dreadful <laughs> war amongst the colonies must cease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's she's writing that nice note and she goes to drop it off <laughs> and and finds uh, that uh, there's a little baby. Now hold up. We have to talk about this the the, the start of this note and where Literally everyone, maybe with the exception of you, thought it was. You pointed to Sean. You thought this was a suicide su- suicide note. Yeah, I, I was scared that it was going to be, but I'm happy it wasn't. And this matches the TV or the book. And another example of potential gratuitous scene that they decided to, you know, tease you with. I definitely think. It was their intention to make us think that yep. she yeah. was oh, going to kill Oh, for sure. Her. Well, we know she has a gun, so that right off the bat. We know she has a gun. We know that it's back. She's tucking the kids into bed. Yeah. Um, She's putting on her military uniform for the last time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was a creepy moment where she was just kind of holding hands with these loved ones at that, at that kitchen table. Did they not look way less... Real like, than the commercials? Because that's like the, a real thing in life. No, but but the commercials, yes. But um, so the, the the truck that kind of jackknife and they all fell out on us on the like several episodes ago when they said like it w- it was fulfilled that vision that they were talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. So those bodies that we saw on that you know that are strewn about the road looked so real that we were like, holy shit! Why are there so many? Bo- oh, they're loved ones. You know these bodies look like. Well, those were all wrapped in white, weren't gross they? dolls, yeah, and like shot were, from afar. Yeah. I was not impressed but with also you know shit. maybe we you know we said like the guy said a good one costs 40 G. yeah and we, yeah. And we and only had about 10 grand and we are <laughs> sure that she had 10 grand maybe so, maybe 14,000 yeah. euros or something like well, that we, the Chucky we, we spent a long we spent a long time debating that here <laughs> whether they were like hack <laughs> Like hack a they set up an Indiegogo. It's like uh, <laughs> our stretch goals include uh, if we hit fifty grand, we can do the good loved ones. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we just get rag dolls. But I feel like that's important that they weren't so lifelike because it that would have fucked up people even more had they really been. That would, that would fuck but up the audience. The GR doesn't care about that. No. Yeah. The GR doesn't think like, well, we can't no, be no, no, too, no, no. you know, we can't make them remember too much. I'm not saying it was the GR, but I'm saying just in general. I'm saying that they didn't intend for that to happen, but I think the writers intended for that. I don't think that was an accident that they didn't look as real as the ones that we had seen before. Yeah, it definitely probably would have confused us, maybe, if we would have said, like, wait, are they, did the bodies just come back? If they looked, like, perfect. It was very obviously, like, it was, it was also, for effect... Very unnerving. Yeah. It was more yeah. unnerving it to was the viewer. Beautiful, to see uncanny it. valley. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah, the first time they showed it, uh, or at least one of the first times I noticed when I pulled my head up from notes was the guy on the street. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I, it, it, I for a moment I thought that the uh, the picture had uh, paused. Yeah, uh, that there great. was like yeah, the, it, yeah, and it didn't. It just well moved. Yeah, because there was a guy cleaning his gutters. And I, yeah, I thought that was like like some sort of weird time frozen yeah. bullshit. It was really yeah. nice and subtle. They gave it a moment. You could see that like the trees are are you know moving in the background. Yeah, that's why I wanted a little bit more with that. Yeah, and some people uh, and it came up I think earlier uh, like how would they know? 
How would they know how they were taken? But people have been talking about this for yeah. three years. There's got to be like a New York Times series, you know. Yeah. Well, they broke into Nora's uh, notes. That's pretty much what she's been yeah. asking. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, um, how do they put people back and like if people like disappeared while they were driving? Just like stick people in a car and put it in neutral and push it. <laughs> do you think they put back um, Foxy Deer Hunter or Deer Killer? Ooh, in, in a, a motel room. room. Oh man! Well, he probably Just, didn't like talk. waiting with her legs prone. Probably didn't talk about that. All akimbo. Yeah, it's gotta be anything that was outright mentioned. Yeah, it was just people in that town. She was just a. Yeah. She was just passing <laughs> through. Passing through. Just a passing through. Jander plowing a sex dolls. Uh, so he walks in. Uh, uh, <laughs> miss, what I was here to clean the room. Some closing thoughts on on the season, on the episode. Uh, we'll do a uh, general recap, look back, try and get JKB on the uh, yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, uh, and uh, we'll we'll talk about things a little bit more. But for now, for tonight, for our first uh, reactions uh, on the season on the on the episode. I will uh, do the book comparison to this point. Um, Nora writing the letter is the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nora winding up discovering the child on the doorstep of the Garbies is the same. Okay. Um, uh, Who knows where it goes from there. Because you had mentioned we're about halfway through the book at this point. At this point, we're at the end for for Nora's story. Uh, Like... That's very close to the end, anyway. Wow. Um, and that escalated quickly. We're, we're pretty much near the end. Uh, I mean, uh, is, what's the gar- young Garby son, Tyler? Tommy. 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 Tommy's, Tommy's story is over at this point. Um, Wayne's story is obviously over here, and it was pretty much over. So we're running out of source material. Yeah, we're running out. Mm-hmm. Cool. So next season will be very exciting yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... I I like that they're keeping Nora around. It appears like for there was a second where I was thinking, oh, she's done. She's not on our show anymore. Mm-hmm. And then Baby keeps her there. It it seems like um, I don't know. I I haven't fully digested this episode yet. Yeah. Uh, a lot of emotion, which I liked, but I don't know. There are some things I would I would have liked to see a more important death. Uh, which we had talked about. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't a there wasn't a Ned Stark moment. Yeah, nope. and that's uh, if you're done. I'm done. You have any, uh, mm-hmm. For me, that's that's what it is. Like I really enjoyed the episode uh, and the season overall. But for me, I think Game of Thrones has kind of given me this expectation to expect what I don't want to happen, um, but kind of expect at the same time expect what I don't expect. Uh, so Nora to die, Kevin to die, uh, Tommy's, it's like anybody can die. Yeah, um, I really wanted uh, that dickhead detective to die, just, but Luke? not, but Luke? Luke? like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck but Luke. of like, Fuck irritable Luke. bowel syndrome. I wanted him to get some real <laughs> dumb. Crohn's disease. Yeah. <laughs> Dies of a gut I shot. wanted him to die yeah. on the toilet, yeah. slowly. Um, so I wanted to do the reverse, and I'll, I'll sympathize with what you're saying by saying this, Game of Thrones offers us that that um, uh, you know, death at any moment. So let's do it. I think a show like this should do the opposite and give us almost no death ever. 
uh, because it's not the point that we're dealing with yeah. violent stakes. We're dealing mm-hmm. with emotional lived-in um, yes. Stakes. No, yeah, um, I agree with that. And the fact that this show has given us some death is part of the problem, where it's sort of whetted your appetite toward that way. Uh, when it's, I think the writers are going for some something. What I'm saying, the emotional lived-in stakes, giving us these deaths, giving us these guilty remnant big moments where there's violence and uh, people dying, you know, massively in a in a fire. I think is is part of the problem. I think at this point, um, there's not going to be much. There's not going to be much danger to self-inflicted death in this show if a character who's so in that moment and who has been through more than basically anyone else on the show said, I don't have, I, I can't kill myself. I want to die, but I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, so like almost no other character has, has any kind of um, excuse. Like if, you're like, if you don't got Nora beat, you better not kill yourself because I, I, Nora's got it. I agree with you, Sean. Um, and I would say what, but what I will say is that I think the show has done a really good job with those incredibly, um, with those violent moments and those those you know you know very charged moments, is that they um, they do a really good job at refocusing after that back to like the kind of what you know they you would call I guess. I would not call. Well, I, I mean, it's not fair, but the small stakes, just like the mm-hmm. family interactions and that stuff. Like yeah. after that, it always the the you know the microscope zooms in, and you go like you know you're at the dinner table at the next yeah. you know the next thing, and so um, and so I, I thought that this season really um, the way it ended. We're we're gonna start the next season. I mean, there's so many. There are really a lot of interesting things that are gonna happen. Like. Kevin is a police officer. This is going to be investigated. Oh, yeah. And that investigation is also going to include where the fuck is Patty? Um, I really hope not. I really, really hope that this doesn't become like I would, into the minutia of legality. I don't it, I don't it, want it to become that show. It might not, but like it's something it's something that like could happen. I mean, it might just be something that he has to like what hap- what happens when he has to acknowledge that to Nora if he has to acknowledge that to Nora or if he has to or if he has to tell Jill that or Lori. Yo girl I kidnapped her and she killed herself it's good I will go ahead and say that this fire is the best thing that could have happened for Kevin right like there no one's going to be questioning missing bodies they're just going to and if they do no one's going to yeah. They're going to be too pissed to care who knows? who knows maybe Patty got killed during the during the riot that's what I'm saying who knows yeah <laughs> Killed and dragged off and yeah. like buried somewhere, right? Yeah, five yeah. hours later. Two towns over. So this this is my problem with the TV show in a nutshell. Think about Kevin Garvey's last 24 hours. He clandestinely buries a body that he's mostly responsible for killing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he winds up seeing one of the main characters he's never seen before die in a bathroom. And then he goes and saves his daughter while letting a bunch of other people die in a burning building. That is not the small stakes TV show that I want uh, from mm-hmm. The Leftovers. That's what I'm saying. He's seen mm-hmm. some shit today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he doesn't necessarily know it. All of it. Yeah. Anything uh, else? I can't wait till next season. I really like this episode. And uh, the person I care about most right now uh, is Nora. Um... I'm worried about not seeing her. Yeah, I don't know if we see her again. Like, she's not dead, but no. They, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stone cold lock it in right now. Um, 
they, I, I don't, is it Bottled Lightning? They found a fucking tremendous actress. Um, you know who? You know, I, I, I think it was a well-written character, but yeah. she, yeah, she, she did it. I mean, she knocked it out of the park. And even if they didn't have plans to bring her back, she will be back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that for me, my, um, my Ned Stark moment in this show, and it wasn't Ned Stark. Nothing will ever be Ned Stark again. Um, except the Red Wedding uh, <laughs> was was Wayne Shady was was, was Holy Wayne eating it because I think I, and I know that. I'm not going to get the answers that I want from this show. I know this show is not about what I kind of have been trained to want it to be about. I've been trained to want this show to be like, what the hell happened that day? And who's right? And which one of these, which one of these people saying their God is legit? Mm-hmm. Um, but I lost somebody today that I really had so many questions about. I had so many things I wanted answered, and I will not get that, I'm assuming. I think that's ever. Exactly and I think that's the that point. I think that is happened. the point. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, it's the point that this is real life, this is, theoretically, small stakes television, um, therefore, you don't get all these answers in yeah. in, in real life. You don't, yeah. you you don't, don't get closure. Yeah. Building up all these connections, and then just kind of like, nope. Yeah, those connections were all in your head. Yeah. They weren't real. Exactly. Nope. Sure. Uh, they were artificially artificial, because they were written in for the purpose of building us up. But they were also written into then not be there. Yeah. Right. Um, artificially artificial is a trademark. Yeah. Sorry, we intend. Um, I'm curious to know what happens with uh, Laurie and Tommy uh, next season. Um, because I felt like throughout this entire first season, those were the two Garvey characters that were the most removed from each other. Um, you know, Tommy would try and call, you know, Kevin and, you know, and everything like that. And, uh, Kevin and Jill, uh, Kevin and Lori and like Tommy was like always sort of floating away, especially from, from Lori. Um, so the fact, the fact that they found each other in, in those final scenes, I thought that was pretty, pretty powerful. So I'm I'm curious to know what's what's the next thing. Yeah. Anything else? Um, yeah, I just want to give a kudos to the show, shout out to the show because it went. I mean, two episodes in, I was like, "Fuck this show! It's stupid. <laughs> it's boring. It's self righteous." Um, and by four episodes in, I was like, "I am interested in this show." By six episodes in, I said that it is now on anticipatory level of, you know, Game of Thrones and, you know, anything else that I, like, I am waiting, I'm counting the days to the next thing, and now I'm counting the days to the next season of this show. Uh, I thought it was extraordinarily well done, and and I'm in. I would uh, be on board with that as well uh, only I was on board from the beginning but I'm not quite as sold I'm not counting any days until this show returns this is the show is not on a Game of Thrones sort of anticipatory level for me um, I really enjoy it 
Uh, I think it's good. I'm looking forward to the next season for sure. Um, but two episodes in, yeah. Uh, first episode, I was like, yeah, this is this is this is cool. I could get into this. Second episode, I was like, I don't know if I can get into this. Third episode, I'm into this. And then it was like you know up from there. I think there were times during the season where I felt I was like, oh my god, I cannot wait to see what happens. Like on a level of like a a, a Game of Thronesy cliffhanger. I think now at the end of the season, I am because I really think that this show uh, didn't know if it was going to keep going on, so they wrote an ending that could satisfy. Therefore, I am satisfied. I am excited that there is more. But I am like, all right, you know what? That was a really good meal. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm not too full. I'm not hungry anymore. Uh, I'm sure I'll be hungry a little bit later, but right now I'm satisfied. It was a very Carnival-style ending. Yeah. To it, it, Who here has seen Carnival? Awesome. None yeah. of us raised their uh, hand. No I one saw, raised their hand. I, saw, I, saw, I haven't seen the whole series, but I, I, I know. You haven't series. seen it. Um, <laughs> so that show ends in a similar Can you style. Name all the char- all the actors that were in it from no. alphabetically? no. Uh, I cannot. Uh, but that show ends with uh, a similar style. I'm not going to get into it because I'll probably get interrupted and cut anyway. Yeah, uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones force feeds you like you're a freaking foie gras duck, and then cuts your belly open so all the food falls out <laughs> and you're hungry again. Yeah. yeah. All right. Quick, quick, big TV shows of 2014 that really made an impact to me. Uh, Fargo, huge. Uh, True Detective, amazing. Massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably still Louis. I think I still yeah. uh, mm-hmm. really responded to that. And I think this is on some second tier yeah. behind all of those. Sure. Um, pretty good. Uh, but yeah. not going to uh, overwhelmingly excite me. I'm going to say that, uh, I'm going to make a bold prediction here and say that um, American Horror Story, the uh, sideshow, is, go- is, is that what it's called? Uh, freak Show. Freak, freak Show. show. Freak American show. Horror Story Freak Show is going to be something else even even in the in the scope of what that show has already done I think that show is one of the most fun most original just I, I am so happy that I'm living in a time where television produces that show as I think I'm living in the best time for television since television I think I'm living in people call it the second golden age but I'm like I think that's I think we're in a third I think we're in the best I think we're in the prime the prime time of television right not now. Not to so. get too, like, this about it, but I, I think um, in some ways we are, but I also look at the racial diversity of television, and it's, it's fucking embarrassing mm-hmm. yeah. compared to the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Outside of The Wire, every other show is failing miserably. Yeah. Is there a test like the... Um, yeah, like the, 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 the racial Bechdel test. The racial Bechdel test, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two, what are the requirements? Two non-white characters with names who talk about someone who's not a white character. Uh, or, okay. or whose purpose on the show is not to be a member of their race. Yeah. That would be another mm-hmm. one that mm-hmm. I... Or to advance the plot of a white character. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. A lot of criteria. Yeah. Yeah. They should just be white. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. White it's not a, oh, That's you were being... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> I meant to get to this earlier. I forgot. Uh, so I will start uh, Simple Plugs. Uh, coming up July... Not July. Uh, September 27th uh, is Study Hall, uh, which uh, joins together comedy and uh, Book science and improv and a whole bunch of different things. Uh, and uh, I think we may do for the October show. Uh, Sean Landis here uh, oh. doing a... 
uh, a lecture or two. Exclusive. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Oh, nice. Uh, wow. Professor of what and where? Philosophy of there. What? Where? where <laughs> yes. have, oh, Rowan University and Camden County College. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he will be doing a couple mm-hmm. lectures on that, and then he will have a group of improvisers making fun of it. Uh, also, uh, if you're around Philadelphia on Halloween, I will be kind of programming the Halloween night at Philly Improv Theater with uh, the sideshow starting at 10.30. Uh, well, there's also Too Late. No, 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 no. no. Uh, too on Late the, is on, on the 24th. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought it was the same night. Uh, I'll be at the Roman Jules concert on Halloween night. 31st uh, at 10.30 is the sideshow where the the gimmick of the whole thing will be Halloween-themed acts uh, tied together through a fundraiser for the Camp Crystal Lake. Uh, and then at 12 o'clock is Stay Dead, an improvised horror comedy, which is going to be really, really fun. I'm directing. It's going to be awesome. You got anything? I nothing right now. Great. Not a thing. Alright. Um... Come check me out next Saturday. Uh, well, check me out every Saturday with Fit House Team The Future. But also check me out next Saturday in uh, page one. It's going to be super funny. Uh, Philadelphia uh, improv unicorn Nick Gillette is joining the cast <gasps> next week. Um, so also, Steve Clannando, the director of page one, told me that the page that they're using this month is the most insane one it is ever. well I haven't you seen haven't it seen yet it. I haven't seen it yet but I he's he has said similar things to me so check me out on page one I am also in study hall um, and if you did not see one of the runs of dirty laundry we just did four runs it is going to be the first of every month coming up it is it like everything I'm in it is absolutely <laughs> worth your money Ugh. Uh, so I'm Sean Landis um, Wednesdays Improv Hoffman um, On Philly Improv Theater uh, Every third Thursday At Hoffman's Latage Hoffman's the name of the team Yep Hoffman is the name of the team Sorry Every third Thursday At Latage In Philadelphia There's Comedian Deconstruction Which is a really good show That's underwatched uh, By people in Philly um, And uh, I'm in a team Called Bed Savage That does improv Based on stand-ups Who go before us and the Flat Earth is going to be in New York, if you got any New York listeners. Uh, September 14th, it's a Sunday at 6 o'clock. Uh, and also... Magnet Theater. Sean Landis is an instructor of sketch writing 101 at the Philly Improv Theater. That's true. Uh, which uh, has classes and rolling right now. Sean is, uh, may actually be one of them. We'll be talking about that. Um, because classes are going pretty well right now. Rob? <clears throat> Uh, well, they liked us so much, they're having us back. Too Late with Robin Joe returns October 24th. That is a Friday this uh, this time, uh, and probably only for this show. We will not be at midnight. We will be at 10.30 at FIT. However, we will still be there for $5. Um, it's a great show. You're going to want to get your tickets early at phillyimprovtheater.com because it will sell out. I guarantee it. I agree. It's a great show. Great show. Agreed. <laughs> I'm in a bunch of other shit. Just look on phillyandprofitheater.com. Free donuts next time? We have something. We're going to have giveaways every time. I still got my coupon. Uh, I don't have anything uh, immediate um, coming up right now, but I am participating in um, it's National Sketch Writers Month for uh, September. Um, if you would like to write 30 sketches in 30 days... You're too late. Um, no. You no. can still do it. 
Yep. Oh, you just have to do it. You okay. don't catch up. Yeah. Oh, it's not one I'm, a day I'm, or 30 days. I'm five in. I just got to catch up. <laughs> it doesn't say, do it, folks. It doesn't say how long they have to do it. Oh, you can yeah. move blackout sketches. You can write all of them on the last day of the month. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just power through. Um, and you can uh, go on the internet, uh, log your progress on... Uh, uh, let's see, www. and a Google S-K. National Sketch Writers Month. Yeah, yeah. it's the Google first that. result. <laughs> That's true. Thanks, Sean. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Sean? Uh, no, I'm not. Sorry. Uh, Sean puts a little bit of we love you, Internet his craft. <laughs> oh, at Brotherly Rob, hit me up there. I did it last year. <laughs> Anybody else want to plug at this? Sean Landis, at Sean at Landis, at Philly Dway. At Jolie Darrow. Check at out my Mike. Instagram, at Jolsauce. <gasps> Check out my Instagram. It's just pictures of salads. <laughs> at Charlandos. Mike Marbach, at QJ Alexander. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, for the regular season of the Reheated Leftovers podcast. We'll be doing at least one more for this season, which is a wrap-up. Uh, but for now, thanks. And bye-bye. Bye.